By knowing your love languages, you can show up for yourself in those love languages and fill your cup on your own. And then when somebody shows up and shows you love, it just adds to it. And then you get to have a cup that is overflowing with love and it's amazing. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband in Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Husband Law Podcast. This week is a solo episode. That's right. You get just me today. I am going to walk you through one of my favorite topics, and that is my birthday. And not just my birthday, but also all of the holidays and celebrating your birthday. And some tips and tricks that I have learned along the way, because I'm just going to say it, I'm pretty dang good at celebrating my birthday. (laughs) And I want you to feel good about celebrating yours in a way that feels right and genuine to who you are. Before we dive in to this week's topic, I wanna remind you that tonight, March 23rd, it is actually March 23rd this time, you guys, is the free workshop for women who have had a partner come out. So if you have had a partner come out and you are trying to gain clarity in your life about what your life looks like now, If you are working through the fog that comes, the emotional fog that comes when a partner comes out, don't know where to go, I am here for you. And there's a whole herd of unicorns that are there for you as well. We call ourselves the unicorn herd because we are going through this unique thing and we feel all alone. And sometimes we forget how bold and beautiful and majestic we are, just like a unicorn. And so I am here with the unicorn herd to remind you that while you are in this unique situation, going through this hard thing, you are not alone. There is a whole herd of us out there going through something similar, and we are going to work together to gain the clarity we want and need. And we are going to do that without giving up the relationship we have with our partner, with our spouse, without damaging our children in the process, without giving up our beliefs and the things that are important to us. Instead, we are going to get clear on what it is we want so that we can be intentional moving forward. So if you are interested in learning more, you can sign up at theboldlogic.com forward slash free workshop. There is a link in the show notes if you are interested in that. And if you are interested in that workshop, push pause now, go get signed up and then come back to this episode. It is hugely important. The one thing that I keep hearing from the women in my coaching group from my unicorns, the unicorns in the coaching group, is that they don't feel alone anymore. They love having a place where they can talk about what they're feeling and what they're going through, and people just get it. There are other women there who understand and totally get where you are coming from. There are these weird things that we experience. There are these thoughts that we have that seem nutso to other people. But when you've been through this experience, you feel seen and heard by these other women and you know you are not alone. So come join us, come learn what the Unicorn Herd is all about. And also I'm gonna give you some great advice to get you started on this journey of healing as after your partner has come out. I hope to see you there if that is a situation that describes you. It would be such a great gift 
to yourself and to me for you to be there. All right, diving in to this week's episode. You guys, if you have been here for a couple of years, you know that I love my birthday. I love celebrating my birthday. And it's not because I'm obsessed with myself or any of those things. I was gonna say not because I love myself because I do love myself. I love myself very much and that's important and I hope you do too. But it's not that I'm like vain or think that I should receive all of this praise or any of the things, but I just love that it gives me an opportunity to engage with my friends, to be with the people I love, to celebrate this moment in my life and to do it in a way that feels right for me. Now, I do actually celebrate my birthday for a whole week. That started when Steve and I were first dating. He sent me roses the week of my birthday, and he sent them because it was our one-month anniversary of dating. We had just been dating for a month. I didn't even know that it was a thing, that that was the day or anything. Like I hadn't been paying attention to that, and Steve was out of town, and he sent me these roses to work, and I just remember dying. Like, oh my gosh, who is this guy? He remembered that we've been dating for a month when I didn't even remember that, and he sent me roses to celebrate that. And I decided right then and there that I was gonna start celebrating my birthday that day because it was a week before my birthday, And it just felt right. I already felt this great amount of love. I felt seen. I felt supported. So I was just going to embrace it and ride that wave until my birthday. And anything good that happened during that week was because of my birthday. And that's still how it is. I still take moments to be intentional about reaching out to the people that that I love and people that I want to spend time with during my birthday week. And I make it whatever I want it to be. Sometimes I don't know what I really want until in that moment of that day. And so I think it's important to embrace those moments because honestly, the day of your birthday, who knows what's gonna happen and who knows if it's gonna be amazing and wonderful and who knows if it's gonna be crap. And so I just choose to see all of the good along the way. So then whether it's an amazing birthday or not, I feel like it was a good birthday. This is kind of the same thing I do with holidays. I choose to make them what I want. Now, I am talking specifically about my birthday, but this concept does branch out to any other holiday, any other event that you may on a regular basis feel let down on. Like you have these expectations for it and they are not met. I wanna help you be intentional about these days so that your expectations are met and they're not gonna be met by the other people in your life or by the other people around you. They're going to be met by you. That is the first belief we have to knock down around holidays and birthdays is that other people should be showing up for us. They should be doing this and that. They should know what it is I want. They should do all of these things so that I feel loved and supported. While yes, those things are important and I think it's great if they do, it doesn't always happen. Therefore, we need to figure out a way to fill our own cup and to feel loved and supported even if the people in our lives don't show up the way we expect them to. Now, I would love it more than anything if like Matt Frew planned all of these great things for my birthday and knew exactly what to get me without me telling him and took me on a trip every once in a while or invited all of my friends over for a big party or whatever. Like I love the big gesture, the big gift, the big whatever, or planning just quality time with him and I, or got me a day to the spa, 
there really are a lot of things <laughs> that I would be okay with. <laughs> and that's the other thing is I'm pretty easy to plan around. But I also know that that is not in Matt Frew's nature. Matt doesn't like planning his birthdays. He doesn't like celebrating And so that's okay. And so therefore, it's kind of hard for him to figure out how to celebrate me and connect with me on my birthday. So honestly, he just kind of lets me tell him what I want and he supports me in doing that. And I've come to realize that that is how Matt Frew shows me his love and support. And yes, I keep calling him Matt Frew. (laughs) Sometimes I just like calling him Matt Frew. And Penny called him that for years because of that. Anyways, (laughs) I have found that Matt's way of showing me love and support on holidays and birthdays and all those things is by just letting me do whatever the heck I want. There have been birthdays that I have done things and asked him to do things that were really outside of his comfort zone. One of those being, I think, my second birthday after we were married. I Maybe it was my first. I don't know. It was my first or second birthday, and I knew at this point that Matt didn't show up on holidays the way that maybe I expected him to or wanted him to. And so I was figuring out ways to navigate that so that I wasn't bitter and angrier at Matt, but that I did leave feeling seen and supported. And one of the things I had to realize is that Matt's really good, like I said, at just showing up for me. So on this birthday, I decided to just tell him what I was going to do. I said, you know what? I want to sew all day. I've been wanting to make myself this dress. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make the dress. And then we are going to go out to dinner with the people I choose. And if you aren't going to plan anything, then that's what we're going to do. And he said, okay. And so we ended up going to dinner that night with Steve and one of his boyfriends and my parents. No kids. We dropped kids off at other people's houses and the six of us went to dinner and that was exactly what I wanted. And I wore my new dress and I loved it. And it, I know, made Matt pretty uncomfortable to be there. He, We were still at the beginning of this and he wasn't sure how he felt about all these things, but he was willing to do it because he knew that's what I wanted to do. And Matt is really good at showing up for me in that way of letting himself be a little bit uncomfortable to see how he feels in the situation because he knows it's important to me. And Matt is amazing at that. And it is one of the ways that I have come to learn he shows me love and support and that he celebrates with me. So that is one example of, you know, maybe my spouse doesn't show up for me in the way I hope or plan for on a holiday But that doesn't mean I can't still show up for myself in a way that feels true and right for me. I'm going to share one other birthday that really stands out to me in showing up for myself. And it was when I was single. And I remember thinking, okay, I am on my own. I'm a single mom. My daughter's two. And I don't expect her to, you know, she's not going to do anything for my birthday. And while I know my parents would do anything I asked them to, I didn't really want to ask a bunch of people to do something for my birthday. I was like 27 or 28 or something. And I wasn't just going to be like, hey, this is what I want all of you to do for me for my birthday. I had just stopped dating a guy. And so I, you know, I, I was on my own. And I decided that what I wanted to do for my birthday was make a ton of desserts. I wanted to try all of these recipes and I knew I couldn't eat them by myself. And so what better way to celebrate my birthday than to invite a bunch of people over to eat all of this dessert with me. And it was such a fun birthday. I spent like a whole week, my birthday week, making all of these desserts. I think I made 
eight to 10 different types of chocolate desserts. And then I had a house full of people come over and celebrate with me and taste test all of these desserts and just get to see all these people I love while eating all of this food I wanted to try, but also knew I couldn't eat on my own. My <laughs> the guy I had been dating and recently broke up with actually came over and helped me make a bunch of the desserts and we had a really fun time together and it was just a great week and Penny was excited for a birthday and I dressed her up in this cute little birthday outfit and it was so great and it was just what I needed. I got to spend my time with my family and friends. I got to do the things I wanted without asking a bunch of people to do the things that I wanted. Now, there are certain friends that reach out to me every year and certain people in my family that say, hey, what do you want me to do for your birthday? And they are people that I feel confident saying, I want you to do this. And I know it's done out of love and support and all of those things. But honestly, most of the time I just say, I don't know, I'm going to figure that out as I go. And that's what I do. So one of the things that I want to tie into this as I'm talking about this is something that I actually teach about in my group coaching program. And it's this idea, I'm not going to go as in depth into it today as I usually do, but it is this idea around love languages. Now, I love learning about love languages. I think it is super important that we know what our love language is. I have more than one love language. Most people have like a dominant love language, and then they'll have like some other supporting love languages. And so I just think it's important that we understand what those are for us. And I don't think that that is because then we need to tell people how to show us love in that way. Uh, you might have a spouse or a partner who is really good at that, who you can say, these are my love languages. I need you to show up in this way. And it feels genuine when they do that. For me, and I know a lot of people who feel this way, I could say over and over again to people in my life, no, I want this is what I want. This is what I need. You need to do this. And I'll ask them over and over again. And after a while, I feel very demanding. And I could keep doing that. And then when they actually start showing up in that way, it doesn't feel real or genuine to me. And therefore, the love that I was hoping to feel from that act it isn't felt because it wasn't done from their natural place of love. It was done from me asking and demanding that thing. I do think it's important to voice some of these things. I'm not saying that it's not important to voice things like this. I think it's very important to understand your partner and your spouse's love language, to understand your kids' love languages, to understand you know people in your life's love language, and to try and show up in a way that feels right for you within that. But I also feel like sometimes it's just important to show up and to allow the other people in our lives to show up in a way that feels genuine to them. So another example here, and I'm going to share these because Matt is my spouse and I know Matt knows these things about our relationship and so it's not going to be damaging. I love you, Matt Fru. One of the things that I know is one of my love languages is, and honestly, kind of all of the love languages speak to me, but I do like words of affirmation. I do. I like being told that I did a good job or that I look pretty or whatever. Like it's important for me to hear those things. And when Matt and I were dating, he was really good about that. That was one of the things that I really liked. And then after we got married, it kind of all shut off. Like he, <laughs> he stopped doing those things. And we, we joke about this fairly often. So it's okay. 
And to this day, Matt does not tell me he loves me on a regular basis. I bet he tells me like once a quarter. So maybe like four times a year. <laughs> and if I asked him this, he'd probably he'd probably argue and says he tell me he says it more, but he really doesn't. And that's okay. It's just who he is. But at the beginning of our marriage, when he stopped telling me he loved me, I thought it would ruin us. Like that I could never handle not being told I was loved by my partner on a regular basis. And I came to really realize that I needed to focus in on the ways Matt did show me love that were natural to him to show me love or else we were never going to make it because Matt honestly wasn't in a place where he could do any more. He just needed to know that what he was doing was enough and I needed to meet him there at that moment if I wanted us to stay married. And so I made a very conscious choice to see the way that Matt shows his love for me, not just on my birthday, but every day. And I've been able to do that. And there are lots of ways that Matt shows his love for me, even if it isn't that he tells me he loves me on a regular basis. And going back to birthdays and holidays, I love getting cards, like handwritten personal cards, not just the card with the little saying and it says, you know, you sign your name at the bottom of it. Not just that, but I love getting cards that have written text from the person giving them to me that, you know, expresses words of love in those cards. And and that, again, is not Matt's thing. And that's okay. I found other ways that he shows me that love and support in, in my life. So this is what I'm saying is know your love language and how those things speak to you. And it's okay to tell your partner that, hey, these are some of my love languages. These are things that I feel loved when you do. But also start seeking to see the way people are offering you their love language in their own way. That they are trying to show you you are loved in the way that is natural and genuine to them. Because then when you can see that, that love is even more powerful. That love comes through in its purest, strongest form because it is what's natural to them. It is done out of pure love. It's not done out of obligation or because they know, you know, that you're going to be really pissed if they don't show up in this way. It's done in its purest form. So try to remember this in your everyday life, but especially try to remember this on those big days when you are feeling unseen, forgotten, overlooked, not important enough to show up for. I felt all of these things, guys. I felt like, oh, you know, well, work and everything must be more important because this person couldn't plan ahead to get me something. They couldn't plan ahead to make any plans. And so the day of, they're scrambling to figure out how they can do something for me. And I'm not just talking about Matt. I'm just saying in general here. So be sure that you are open to seeing those things every day, to remembering how you're loved. Here's another key. By knowing your love languages, you can show up for yourself in those love languages and fill your cup on your own. And then when somebody shows up and shows you love, it just adds to it. And then you get to have a cup that is overflowing with love and it's amazing. I'm going to give you some examples of how to show yourself love through your love language. So like I said, I'm one of my love languages is words of affirmation. And 
I have figured out that I can tell myself words of affirmation, that the story that I tell myself is very powerful. If I am beating myself up, if I am putting myself down, if I have a story that is going through my head, I'm telling myself these words in my head that are very negative and it's ongoing, it's repetitive, the same story that's negative that I'm telling myself, that is going to bring me down. And so if I can figure out what that narrative is that is not helping me feel happy or my best, and I can go in and change that on my own instead of expecting someone else to, then I get to start feeling happier and more loved and more seen because I'm doing it for myself. I am changing the story I'm telling myself and filling it with a new, better, positive way of thinking. And I I mean, words of affirmation, like affirmations, when we talk about saying affirmations to ourselves, it's hugely powerful because what we hear from ourselves is what we really believe. So I encourage you that if words of affirmation is your love language to try to think of it like that. Uh, Receiving gifts. You guys, I give myself gifts all the time for my birthday, for Christmas, for Mother's Day. Because I, you know, I'm not going to totally rely on the other person to show up in the ways that I want them to. Um, So I supplement with things that I know I want. The other person might have no clue that I want. So I'm just going to get this one little thing that feels right to me and know that then the pressure is off of them, first of all. And secondly, I know I'm going to get what I want and it makes me happy and excited. And then anything that's added on to that is a super bonus and makes me even more excited. These are just a couple of things to think about. I'm not going to go through all of them. I will go through quality time, one more, and then and then we'll be done. The other two are physical touch and acts of service. So quality time. I think it's hugely important that you spend quality time with yourself, that you find ways that you enjoy being with yourself. And honestly, maybe your quality time includes calling up a friend, making sure you see different friends during you know, your birthday month. And this should be something that happens all year long. But in celebrating my birthday month, my birthday week, it's something I try to be more intentional about. Not every year, but lots of years, I put a lot of effort into saying, you know what, I haven't seen this friend in a long time. I wanna see them. I'm gonna make sure that I do lunch with so-and-so. I'm gonna make sure that I invite all of these people over because this, this time, this year, I wanna see everybody that I can. And so I think that there's power in understanding that and making sure that you are giving yourself quality time in any way that that works for you and feels right for you. It could mean going for a walk. It could mean going to McDonald's and getting French fries and a Dr. Pepper by yourself before everybody comes home from work and school. It can be all of these things. It can be whatever works for you, but figure out what works for you and embrace that. Okay, so all of this being said, take more of how you want your birthday to be celebrated. Take those things that are important to you and scatter them out throughout the year, throughout the week, throughout the month of your birthday, however you want to do it. But also recognize that these are things we should be doing on a regular basis. And I even hate that I just used the word should in there. These are things that we need to be doing on a regular basis to feed our bodies and souls. We need to be filling our own cups. We need to be giving ourselves speaking to ourselves in our own love language. And then we need to see how people are speaking to us in their love language, in the way that works for them, in the way that feels genuine and true to who they are. One of the best ways Matt shows me love is by just showing up for me, by supporting who I am and not hindering that in any way, but just trying to encourage me to keep going in being myself. He's not pushing me to be better. 
He's not pushing me to be more than I am. Well, sometimes he is in the right ways because he knows that's what I want. But he also just embraces moments of reminding me that I'm enough exactly as I am. I'm going to tell you something really silly right now. (laughs) Matt has this picture on his phone of me and it's his like lock screen and his home screen on his phone. And it's a picture of me with my shaved head and I'm done up. I'm all like done up and I'm sitting on one of our scooters and my head's thrown back and I'm laughing. And it's one of my favorite pictures of me because it's totally me just being me. And when I saw that Matt put that on his phone, I I just started laughing and I was like, I can't believe that's your, your picture on your phone. And he's like, this is my wife. He's like, if any picture describes who you are, it is this picture right here. And so now every time I see that picture on his phone, I just love it. And I don't expect him to always have it on there forever. (laughs) But it makes me happy that he saw that. This man knows who I am and knows who he's married to and loves that person enough to put it on his phone screen and embrace that. And I just encourage you to find those simple ways that people are showing you love and embrace those moments, but be sure on a whole nother level to show up for yourself in a way that brings you happiness and joy and all of those things. We have an episode about Mother's Day. I keep thinking about Mother's Day and maybe we'll record another one this year about Mother's Day. It's a whole challenge for moms, for stepmoms, for women, for women who aren't able to have children, for women who don't want to have children, for people who have a hard relationship with their mother. And it's a whole nother way of thinking about Mother's Day that goes kind of along with this. So if you are struggling with any of those holidays, any of the big events, any of the big days in your life, just remember to get clear on what it is you want and then embrace that. You guys, there should be moments when you just don't Worry about what it is anybody else needs in that moment and you do what you need because then you get to come back and show up for those other people in a better, healthier way. And it also gives them permission to do them the same for themselves. I think, you know, I Penny and I talk about my birthday week coming up. We've been talking about it. At this point, we will be in the thick of it. And I think of how awesome it is that she will remember the fact that I chose what I wanted to do and I made plans and I showed up for myself. And sometimes that was, you know, asking her to come do this thing that she didn't really want to do and help me celebrate. And sometimes there are things she loved doing that I said, hey, come do it with me. And other times it was something she wanted to do with me. I said, no, I need to go do this by myself. But it's going to give her permission to do all those things. I cannot think of anything better to give my daughter than that permission to show up for herself in a way that feels true and genuine to her and that brings her happiness and joy in her life. And that is what you're giving to other people when you show up for yourself. Okay, now I have a challenge for you. I would like you to do something for my birthday. And that is I want you to identify one of your love languages and show up for yourself in that love language. Like I said, whether that means you go buy something for yourself, big or small, uh, because receiving gifts is your love language. Maybe that is quality time with yourself, with other people, however that looks. An act of service that you can give to yourself. Words of affirmation. Come up with a new thing that you need to be telling yourself to bring more joy and happiness into your life. Change a story that is negatively affecting you. Make it something happy and joyful. 
maybe it is physical touch. Go get a massage. Go get a pedicure. Go get a manicure or however that looks for you in physical touch. Find a way that you can give yourself that gift of physical touch. Maybe that is, you know, telling your spouse that you want to do this certain thing this time of the year that's like, hey, we haven't done this for a while. I want to go do this thing that's around physical touch. Maybe that's cuddling on the couch. Maybe that's something to do with sex. Maybe it's whatever. Go find a way to get your physical touch need made or met in a way that's healthy. Please be healthy about it. But as I'm saying, maybe that's a massage. Maybe that's whatever. I have a massage scheduled for Friday, two days before my birthday, to get a massage and a facial. And for me, that is hugely important and meets this category of physical touch. So let's see, did I get all those words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch? Please do yourself a favor for my birthday. Give yourself a gift of engaging in one of those in giving yourself one of those moments in your love language. And should you feel inclined, report back to me. Tell me that you did it. Tell me that you gave yourself this gift for my birthday. It would make me so happy. And reminder that tonight is my free workshop. So maybe that is the gift you are going to give yourself today or this week for my birthday, that, but that you give yourself that gift because you need to have that clarity. You need to feel seen. You need to have a group of women supporting you as you go through this hard thing. I think that is all. One other thing, if you feel so inclined, please go leave us a rating and review. It really makes a difference. Share this episode with somebody that you know and love who might benefit from it or go share it on social media and tag us. We would love to see you sharing there. But those shares, those ratings and reviews really mean a lot to us, but they also mean so much to the people who are needing to find our podcast. You hopefully have felt connected and seen here and related to our stories. Please give that gift to somebody else now by sharing that as well. I hope you have a fabulous week. Have a great birthday on my behalf. Go do something for yourself. I love you. You are doing enough. You are wonderful. You are a majestic unicorn. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right. Now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.